Welcome to the Going Beyond Podcast. I'm your host, Randy Zinn. I am a mother, an author, an entrepreneur, a daughter, a friend, and more. I started this podcast when my second child was born to create a space for inspiring and meaningful discussions from the quiet space of my home. What blossomed is a platform for people who quite simply want to grow each and every day of their lives. Even though I'm the founder of Beyond Mom, what revealed itself was that these conversations weren't only for moms, they were for everyone. We are a lifestyle podcast that covers health, both body and mind, self-care, why it's a necessity, and how tough it can be to master, entrepreneurship, its ups and downs, cultural disruption, and the topics we sometimes avoid, as well as love, sex, friendship, and more. I interview movement makers, leaders, survivors, writers, and founders. Some names you may know, and some you may not. But either way, I know that their stories need to be told. These conversations move me and will move you to step forward with more strength, clarity, and kindness with every micro moment of your day. Enjoy today's conversation. Share it with the ones you love and let me know how you're inspired to go beyond. Well, hello and welcome to the Going Beyond podcast. As always, I'm thrilled that you're here. This is Randy, your host, person most excited ever maybe to talk to amazing women. It really is my favorite thing to do. So that's why I have this podcast. I hope that's why you're here. And today's conversation is going to be one that is going to be very enlightening, very inspiring. I sometimes interview people on this podcast who are already kind of my besties. You guys know that who listen. And then sometimes I have the privilege of literally getting to know someone for the first time because I feel like they're the kinds of guests that are perfect for the podcast. But I have the privilege of kind of making a new friend and getting to know another amazing woman along with you listening. So today's conversation is that. So let me tell you a little bit about today's guest. Her name is, she's an incredibly beautiful name, and I'm going to say it properly. It is Violet de Ayala. She is a Cuban-American serial and social entrepreneur. She's the founder of Femme City, which she's going to tell us all about, but it has everything to do with international communities of women who are diverse and who are able to be empowered to grow businesses. She's going to tell us so much more. And she's a virtual mentor to over 20,000 women, and I'm sure that number is growing. She's been all over lots of amazing media and lots of campaigns. She's out there giving, 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 giving. I can tell you that. She's married for a lot of years. She's got three kids. She just got a lot to share with us. So we're going to dive into a soulful going beyond conversation today. So let me welcome Violet to the show. Hi, how are you? Hey, Brandy. Thank you so much. When I hear that bio, I'm like, who's that? That is you. Isn't it such a funny thing to like hear someone talk about the things that you do and the things that you've done, but like half the time your head is just down in the work. (laughs) So, and actually sometimes there's a feeling of like, I don't know. It's not, you feel like a little bit of humbleness, but at the same time, like I had to get someone to write my bio because I felt so self-conscious about it. So I guess when even you hear it, 
from someone else's perspective, it's just like, oh my gosh, like I didn't realize all that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, women are not exactly encouraged from an early age to kind of own all their greatness. So it, it takes time and it shows up in all kinds of ways. So we have a lot to talk about and I really feel like you have so much to share with us about how and why you've created a lot of the things that you have. But before we start, do tell us what FemCity is and what its goals are, what it's doing in the world, because I think that will help us shape a lot of the conversation to come. Sure. So FemCity, we create innovative business communities for women around the world. So for women that are either thinking about launching a business or starting a business or trying to take their business to the next level, we literally, all we think about is how can we help women to not only launch and grow, but to prosper with one another and to really create the life and business they want. So we have masterclass series, we have a library of classes, we have um, local workshops. So we have about 120, 130 locations around the world and they get together once a month for little workshops and each of those workshops are embedded with gratitude for themselves, for other women. So pretty much everything that we do has that tone of positivity and we really focus on diversity, you know, in a world where I feel that community is disjointed based on certain characteristics that each of us has that makes us unique, that might separate us. In Femme City, we really make it a point to bring everyone together. So if you're positive, if you're uplifting, if you believe that all women should rise together, that's the place for you, Femme City. So that's pretty much what Femme City does. And we're in the United States and Canada, and we are now starting to look at launching in the Caribbean islands and also into Europe. Wow. Amazing. So do you have like teams in all these different places that are articulating these gatherings? I'm so curious because it seems like you would need kind of your ambassadors on the ground. Yes, absolutely. So we do. We have teams in every single location and they are the facilitators. They are the kind of like that woman that brings everyone together. And she also makes sure that the conversation is positive, that it's supportive. So we start every workshop with a mantra just so we can kind of like remind ourselves that we are here for this one intention of helping each other out to provide support and an army of marketing people to go out and kind of share our brands with other people in the community. So that's pretty much what our Fem City leaders do. And then we do like retreats and then we do conferences to kind of bring those communities together in a bigger way. But yeah, there's a lot of people <laughs> involved in Fem City. I was going to say... I'm like, I think because I also like gather people and have kind of like that experience with what I do, my mind is like, wait a minute. So you have people in all these different places. They're your leaders. Then you have all this content. You've got like online content, it sounds like. You have sort of a methodology of how people gather and work together and motivate each other. That's like a lot of creativity and organization. Absolutely. And part of our development has been through these evolutions and these intentional pauses. So we just paused in October of last year. We realized that we couldn't grow to the next level until we kind of streamlined a lot of the platforms and the processes that we had. So we intentionally paused in October. We kind of redid the website. We did a lot of our just processes in general. And now we are in a really great position to grow even bigger. So we do add about five new locations every month. We have a goal of being around the world, serving over a million women. And again, I go back to like just in this world of, you know, kind of a lot of, I don't know, it just feels like it's just every time I turn on the news, it's like more topsy-turvy and just more disconnect. I feel like it's more important for women to come together human to human, face to face, because that's really what community is all about. You know, we can kind of connect on Facebook and on Instagram and like each other. But the reality is when you're face to face, 
that's really what humans love. And that's what really makes us come to life is that connectivity to one another. I totally agree with you. And it's part of why a lot of the things that I've chosen to do are in person because this podcast is like in person and not in person all at the same time. But yeah, I feel the same way. I feel like the magic happens when people face each other and are together and feel each other's vulnerabilities. And yeah, you just can't replace that. You cannot replace that. Yeah. And we're bred for that, you know? So when you get a hug from someone, your spirit comes alive. When you, when someone's like, oh my gosh, Randy, that was so awesome. Congratulations. Like that feels good for both parties, right? The person that's sharing that gratitude and then the person that's receiving it. So how do we create more of that in the world? And that's pretty much what we've set out to do. It's amazing. So are people who get to be part of FemCity, are they, is it like a membership or is it like something that you can kind of flow in and out of depending on what you're doing or what your needs are business-wise? Yeah, so we have a 30-day free trial. So we understand we're not for every woman. You know, it's not for every single woman out there. We hope that it is, but it's not realistically. So it's $150 for the year, and that includes all of the master classes that are taught by our favorite experts, and it includes the local workshops as well, an online classroom that's members only. And again, you know, we just curate content that our femmes want. So if they want a class, like for instance, yesterday, we did a class on Harrow, help a reporter out, because we had some members that were like, what is this? Like, does it work? And so we hopped on and we did a class on that. Like, what do you need to know? How do you sign up? How do you guarantee that you can be successful in that? What are they really looking for? So we create content like that literally based on the requests that we get in. That's so cool. I love that. I'm asking all these questions because I'm so curious. I mean, I'm sure women listening are curious. It's just great. Also, the other thing that I love is that imagine like you're part of this and you could go to different, I'm imagining, you could go to different cities and you could like meet other women and connect via this amazing group that you've created. That's so cool. Yeah, so we have a global program. So some of our women outgrow the local markets. And so we do have a global program. And those are the ones that teach our classes. Those are the ones that we work really closely. There's only like 150 to 200 women in that program. But those are the ones that generally will like travel like crazy to see one another. And yeah, it's all good. Again, it's going back to human-human connectivity and bringing women together, regardless of what would traditionally in this kind of chaotic world, you know, seem to separate them. We bring them all together and it works amazing. So I have a hunch that, you know, in creating something that's so purposeful and so about serving women around the world that there's a personal story behind this of like why you're so committed and why you've put so much energy and hard work into making something like this come to life. So I'm right. There's a personal story. (laughs) I mean, we all start businesses and projects based on things that really, you know, connect to us on a soulful level. You know, my upbringing was a little bit disjointed. You know, I had a mother who was an opiate addict and, you know, there, there was a lot of not normal stuff growing up. And I think that I always felt a connection or a desire, I guess, to connect with women, sometimes mother figures, you know, that's how it kind of started out. And I just always felt most at home with women women that felt like sisters or felt like family. And so wanting to get that in my life, I craved that. And so I started Femme City uh, really selfishly. Like I just wanted to create something in Miami that was just like 20 women. We'd get together once a month. We would just support each other. And then it kind of grew and grew. And as people started asking for Femme City in their backyard, I really had no idea what they were talking about. I was like, why would you want Femme City in your backyard? Like we're just getting together for lunch or we're getting together for breakfast. Like Clearly, everyone can do that. You have, you know, just reach out and do it. And what I didn't realize is that they saw 
in the photos that we were sharing on Facebook, this is before website, before we even had a membership, they were seeing smiles, they were seeing women of all age brackets, all color of skin, having a good time together and just supporting one another. And that's something that, you know, sometimes they would cry at our meetings, you know, because they hadn't heard gratitude. Like how many times do you just hear someone say something kind about somebody else? And that's part of the curriculum as well, is that we take time to really acknowledge the greatness within us and the greatness within the women around us. And that that's what we all crave in this world. We crave to be loved, to be seen, and also to have that platform to share what makes us so special and unique and, and kind of the blessings that we have in our lives as well. So that's how it started. And I never envisioned it to be where it is now. Totally did not see this coming. Wow, that's amazing. I'm thrilled to introduce you to this month's podcast sponsor. Needed is a women-founded, thoughtful nutrition company on a mission to create broader nourishment through better supplements, fundamentals-focused education and community. They empower mamas and mamas-to-be to better identify nutrition needs and to address them through products that work better in the body and in daily life. Their first focus is on omega-3, a crucial nutrient for all women, but especially those focused on fertility and pregnant and postpartum mamas. Omega-3 supports baby's brain, eye, and heart development, as well as mama's mood and brain function and breast milk DHA levels. Needed's Omega-3 is a vegan powder delivered in liposomes. Liposomes are nature's way of delivering omegas, like in a piece of salmon or in breast milk, for the highest possible absorption. Needed has done the work to prove their product is five times better absorbed than standard fish oils through a third-party clinical study. Rather than fish, Needed uses sustainably sourced oil from microalgae, which is actually the marine source that fish get their DHA and EPA from. I love that Needed's Omega-3 is a powder that blends easily into smoothies, coffee, tea, salad dressings, and more. It's easier for me than taking a big fishy pill. Want to know what my favorite smoothie is? Okay, so I take banana, almond butter, frozen blueberries, almond milk, a dash of peppermint essential oil, and one pack of Needed's Omega-3 powder. Blend, blend, yum. Needed is committed to helping women better identify their nutritional needs, including through simple, at-home blood testing. Going Beyond listeners can get a free omega-3 DHA and EPA test with the start of a Needed subscription. So go to thisisneeded.com and enter code GOINGBEYOND at checkout. So again, Needed wants to provide you with the information that you need to make better nutritional choices. When you go to thisisneeded.com, you can get a omega-3 DHA and EPA test with the start of a needed subscription. Enter code GOINGBEYOND at checkout. All of that can be yours. Thank you, Needed, for sponsoring the Going Beyond podcast. You know, something I talk about quite a bit that I hear in your story is that, you know, many people who create great things that are very kind of heart space oriented, it usually often comes from some kind of space of brokenness originally, something that was painful or tragic 
abuse. I mean, whatever the categories are, I hear these stories over and over again, where people make a choice to take that pain or that vulnerability and transform it into something that is generous, that's kind, that's empowering. And it's funny because I feel like I've done that too through a lot of losses in my life and said, there's kind of a universal language of that place, that space in yourself. And there's so many places that you can take that. And people will say that that's a choice. To me, I mean, I'm sure for you too, I sense like it wasn't like a conscious choice. It wasn't like something you said, oh, I'm going to like use this sad things in my life or these hard things in my life and then create something for other people. But some of us, I feel, are kind of like born into that way of being. And it really is, I think, a blessing and a gift to be able to use that toward good. Absolutely. And that's where that saying, I mean, I'm really bad at American sayings, but like in the deepest darkness comes the biggest light, you know? And so if you look at the darkest moments, even, I mean, I'm sure you and I can go through like a whole bunch of dark moments that we've had in our lives. And then from that, like the beauty that's come from that, whether it's a deeper, more profound connectivity to who we are or our passion or our purpose or the way that we can serve others. I mean, we all have the power to to take that spin. And I think that's the most beautiful part of being here is just to kind of look to see like, how do I take that and make it so that I can make an impact in the world in a really big positive way. Mm. I also love that you have such a focus on empowering diverse communities of women. I've been having a lot of conversations on the podcast on this subject, actually. In last season, I interviewed my friend, Hope McGrath, who founded a platform called Radiant Mix. And it's all about empowering women who are mixed in the United States and giving them a platform to not just women, actually people who are mixed to talk about the sort of colliding of culture within yourself and what that means and the challenges and the beauty of it. And I love to have these conversations because I think that we sometimes just don't have them enough. And I have a mixed family. Like it's something that's really personal to me and I think super important. So I thought I would give you the chance to kind of talk about what it is to watch women from all different backgrounds, all different colors, all different nationalities to feel that level of support and empowerment. So I'm going to share a story. I have goosebumps, by the way, all over that this would be like, if we had four more hours, I would love to like chat with you about this because it's, I agree with you. It's something that we need to have a conversation about this more and more. We have a member of ours in Canada. I'm not going to say the city just because I want to keep it kind of, you know, I don't know if she wants me to share it. And she is someone who is from one of the islands down here and she's of darker skin. And she made the comment one time when I was there, she said, you know, that was the only place that she felt like people weren't pushing her aside because she was different because of her color of her skin. She really felt that she belonged. And I think the point of Femme City with really intentionally setting out images that we post on the website, images that we post on social media of women of all different backgrounds is that when you walk into a room and you see someone that kind of connects with you, whether it's because of the same height or the same weight or the same age or the same hair color or the same skin color, we have then a connectivity to that group and it makes us feel like we're home. But when you walk into a room and everyone is so completely opposite and you don't see anything that reflects who you are, it makes you feel already. It's kind of setting you up to not feel that connectivity. And so we really feel that when we have these workshops, when we really set out and have our leaders create an example of what that community is like, then it really creates that fundamental level of being home. And there's no labels, right? We're all mixed. I mean, I just did my DNA and I mean, like, you know, like I 
had crazy stuff and I didn't even know I had that. And so at the end of the day, like we're all, no one's like one thing or one title or one. So we have to kind of understand that and recognize that there's beauty within everyone and to have those conversations and to bring them together. That's how we really change the world. If you come into an event and you meet someone who's different than you and you realize, wow, we have so much in common. It makes you look at the world differently. And you say, you know what? I'm not going to judge people anymore if they don't look exactly like me because we are all beautiful humans down deep inside. Yeah, I love that. I talk a lot of conversations and in this one episode, I keep referring back to here a lot about like not sort of, no pun intended, whitewashing the subject of like race or color or gender. Like, you know, we're not all the same. And that's actually awesome. Like opening it up and being like, yeah, you're dark, I'm light, I'm tall, you're short, whatever. And we are all so interesting. And like, let's bring it together and empower it. Like, I think that's the direction, not the like, oh, the, it drives me crazy when people are like, I don't see color. I'm like, yeah, you do. Like everyone sees color. Everyone sees someone's differentness. But if you see it as super interesting and super valuable, then that's the direction. And if you can walk into an event and you see someone, like I said, and you get to know them, then it breaks down every thought you ever had that perhaps probably judged or isolated that group. That's really community. Community is not like I remember years ago, we had a woman who wanted to launch one of our communities. And she said to me during like the interview process, Oh, well, I belong to the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. And I'm just going to bring all of them over. Like we're just going to move over to this group. And to me, that was kind of like a red flag. Granted, I'm Hispanic, but I don't want a community of just all the same types. Like that's not really creating that community. You know, when you have real community, real diversity is a little bit of everything from around the world. That's truly, I don't know, the beautiful side of humanity. Definitely. So let's take a tiny little pivot here into the world of being a mother, because you are. You have three children. I want to hear about how that role in your life has affected all of this work that you're doing, because I know it has. <laughs> yeah. So I was a young mom. So I have a 25-year-old, a 19-year-old, and a 12-year-old. And I was a young mom. And my first goal of being a mother was to not have a latchkey kid. I was kind of that latchkey kid. I spent a lot of time by myself, which then created a lot of problems. And I definitely didn't want to have that scenario play out for our kids. And so that was the first launch of my first business. When I had Christoph, I didn't want to put him in daycare full, full time. I wanted to be really an active and engaged mom. And so I started my first company at the age of 22. It was a personal training company. And I think that's what really pushed me into being an entrepreneur. I did kind of bow in and out of corporate kind of roles, but the entrepreneurship always pulled me back in because that was the true way for me to have freedom to be an on-hands mom, to create the wealth that I wanted to create. And to be able to go and pick them up from school and hear about their day, again, going back to like how you grew up and how it dictates kind of like the pivots that you make in life. I just didn't want that for my kids. You know, I didn't want to be that lonely child at home by themselves, you know, making dinner by themselves. And that's really what pushed me into always being in business for myself. And, and it's worked out. I have two kind of adult kids, you know, and they are, they are definitely more solid and stable than I was at that age. And I think that has a lot to do with just having them be a priority and being there for them throughout the time. Wow. That's amazing. And I mean, it's so funny. It's like, I have a seven-year-old and a three-year-old, so I'm at different phase than you are. So it's like, whenever I hear a woman be like, 
I have a 21 year old. I have a 19 year old. I'm like, what? Like, it's just hard for me to imagine being there. And I know I will be in a heartbeat. What is it like to watch your, you know, your children becoming adults? <laughs> it's crazy. So I have to say, like, when I have friends that have younger kids too, and they go through, oh my gosh, like, I can't believe, like, what was it like having your daughter go off to NYU? Or our son lives in Berlin now. And, you know, all I can say is that the universe or God prepares you. And so you may not see that right now and you can't even imagine them feeding themselves. But throughout time and years, they really do. You see them being more and more prepared and it's a lot easier to kind of let go. I never, when they were two, I was like, they're never going to leave. <laughs> I'm like, I was never going to even hire a babysitter or like even like going to the movies the first time when we hired a babysitter and thinking, oh my gosh, is she going to be a pedophile? Is she going to like going through all these crazy thoughts? But they're okay and they're fine and they're healthy, but yeah, life prepares you for that. So you can't see it now, but you're going to be good. Yeah. And it's when it comes to that time, you're like, yes, it's time to release you into the world. Yeah. There's a readiness. It's funny because I speak to women who are kind of like on the earlier end of motherhood, like let's call it age, like zero to, you know, eight or 10 or something, you know, it's like you look back and you see that, even the work to conceive and then pregnancy and birth and all the things that occur and then early babyhood, like every step has a purpose and every part of it prepares you for that next part. And if you trust in that organic process, you literally do watch it unfold over the course of their growth. Right. Yeah, absolutely. We, we, um, our son was a little homesick. And so we were in Paris a couple of days, uh, I don't even know, a couple of days ago. And we met him up there and it was just so crazy. Like just hanging out with him in Paris, like he got there by himself and like he lives on his own. And it is sometimes like, I can't even believe it. He can't even believe it. Like, I can't believe you're 25 years old now. He's like, I can't believe it either, mom. It's just crazy. So anyway, those Facebook memories that pop up, Oh, those kill me. Oh, kill me. Yeah. Today's was like six years ago and they were like little munchkins. Like six years ago, my son was graduating from high school and six years ago, our 12 year old was a little munchkin in like kindergarten. And it's just crazy how fast it goes. But anyway, that's why it's important to be present. Exactly. Well, we could definitely have hours and hours of conversation, Violet. <laughs> this is like definitely the feeling of skimming the surface. But what I hope that this conversation did, and I do feel that it did, was to give our listeners a chance to get to know you a little bit and a little bit of your philosophy and why you've created FemCity and what is like, I would say the most important grounded values underneath it. And I have a feeling that listeners are going to be heading over to your website to check it out wherever they are. So do tell us exactly where to find FemCity and you. Sure. So you can find us at femcity.com. And again, we have a 30-day membership free if you want to try it out. You can take all of our classes. You can listen to all of the master classes that I moderate as well. And then you can find me pretty much on every platform. It's at Violet Day Ayala. So I'm on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And I'm pretty good at responding. So, so if you do message me, just give me a couple hours. I'm trying to take off the weekends now. So if you message me, <laughs> it's like just wait until the following Monday. But I do try to respond to everyone. And um, we're here of service. So if there's anything that we can do to help you or anyone, let us know. That is our purpose. Awesome. So again, listeners, if you're looking for an empowering, diverse, international community of women who are building businesses and building self, 
this is a good place to go. So do check it out. Violet, I really am grateful that we connected. Me too. And that I got to know you. (laughs) We'll continue. And for those of you who are going to be exploring more of your own growth, I wish you luck. I urge you to take deep breaths. It's a process, (laughs) as those of us who do it know. But as always, take care of yourself, take care of your families, and be well. Bye.